previously on Algoa FM Breakfast. It's Algoa FM Breakfast. You're with Wayne, Lee and Charlie. Good morning. Hello, hello. Hey. You know, on the surface, we're excited about December and we're jingle belling and Feliz Navidading all over the place. But people are exhausted. You know, it's year end and we typically experience fatigue from the last quarter onwards. Mm. You know, companies are under pressure to reach targets and goals and families are under pressure to make Christmas magic while still being cognizant, of course, of back to school lists and so on. But budgets are significantly tighter because South African economy. Mm. But what it does mean is increased pressure and ultimately higher levels of anxiety and oftentimes even depression. And here to talk us through it all this morning and help navigate these waters somehow, help navigate us through these waters rather, is counseling psychologist and conscious parenting coach Ilza Biggs. Ilza, good morning and thanks for joining us. Good morning. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you, Elsa. Good morning. Um, Lee and I were talking about this before we decided to chat to you right now. And is it a perception or is this year, the year 2023, more heavy uh, or rough? And what has made it so that we're feeling completely overwhelmed by this year? Because it's, it's not difficult to find a person, you ask them, how was your year? This year was particularly rough. Why is this year feeling rougher than the others? When we're definitely experiencing so many outside stresses that are definitely impacting on each individual. You know, we, we look at the political climate, um, you know, stresses, I mean, the load shedding, the, I mean, so much out of our control. So we do have all of these outside forces, I mean, financial pressures on family systems. And then also, again, for each of us, our own personal um, struggles. You know, if we're going through relationship stresses, work, work pressures. You know, so it really takes a, a toll on, on our resources. You know, we can feel incredibly depleted physically and mentally. Um, so I, I definitely hear that in, in all of us. Yeah, I think, I mean, if I may just add also, we are coming off the back of COVID, so it may also be that residual trauma and stress and so on. And you mentioned something really important where you say it's out of our control. Um, and I just wonder... If perhaps, I mean, from a psychological point of view, Ilza, which you know more about, of course, but control seems to be a recurring theme when one talks about um, all things psychological. And it feels like almost, you know, like one needs to let go of the sense of control in order to to feel a little bit more relaxed. And I think what adds to our stress as, as, as people is this facade of wanting to control everything. A- am I right? We, we definitely try to control our anxiety. <laughs> I think that, that's what we're really trying to control. And so, um, I mean, again, I will say for each of us, I just want us to kind of reflect on this a little bit. You know, what are the things that I can control and how am I going to navigate the things that I cannot? And if I can really accept reality as it is, you know, so just that space of acceptance, then I can actually find some solutions. I'm not saying acceptance is a passive space, but if I have this idea that when I come home tonight, I'm going to cook this lovely meal for my family and then it's load shedding. 
I mean, I can allow myself a 10% tantrum for a few seconds, but that's not going to change my reality. But when I'm in that place of stress and rage and I'm screaming about the government and ESCOM, that's not changing my reality, but it's definitely impacting my mental health, my physical health, and that's impacting the, the atmosphere in my home. You know, so this is a real challenge for us because, you know, we're thinking around 70,000 thoughts a day and we are maybe only 5% conscious of it. And so the whole day I'm just unconsciously reacting to all the stories that I'm telling myself. And so is it really reality that it's also causing me stress or the stories I'm telling myself mm. about reality? And I would challenge everybody to really become very curious and aware of the stories that they are telling themselves. And ultimately, we're doing this because we would like to be in a space of calm and peace. And so is it really the, I mean, of course, I can be upset about things on the outside, but I can only control how I am going to approach that which is, which is on my path. Mm. And we cannot make very clear wise decisions when we are in a, in a place of dysregulation. Mm. Is is there a difference, or what is the difference between December fatigue and and the exhaustion and stress we experience throughout the year? I would say, like a you know, it's an accumulation of so many things that we start in from from the start of each year. So if I am you know, if I don't have really good boundaries in place, you know, if I have difficulties to say no to things, and I keep up with that, it is going to lead to an overwhelming my commitments, you know, and I'm feeling very stretched thin. But when does that start? You know, so we're going to reach moments of overwhelm and burnout if we also don't put measures in place, you know, um, earlier. You know, if I'm incredibly perfectionistic and I'm striving for unrealistic standards in all areas of my life, that can lead to a lot of chronic stress and kind of never-ending cycles of self-criticism. So mm-hmm. at some point, you know, something is coming to teach us that, that this is not okay. If I lack taking care of myself, you know, if I'm not getting adequate rest and sleep and exercise and eating healthy that really is going to impact and make me more susceptible to burnout. And and so, uh, I'm, I'm, yeah. sorry, Ilz, I'm hearing you saying, I mean, and not putting undue pressure on ourselves. So essentially what I'm hearing you saying is that, you know, we get to December and then we all get into a tiz because we're overwhelmed, we're anxious and so on. But there is a way of kind of managing it throughout the year. Um, and it's not necessarily one of those unavoidable inevitabilities of life. We can kind of manage, manage you know, the, the, the other 11 months of the year. So by the time we get to the 12th month or the last quarter, it's not quite as burdensome, you know, as what it could be if we hadn't put those measures into place throughout the year. I do think we can definitely be very much more conscious and aware and kind of take action steps to navigate um, you know, so again, is it really all my tasks and my duties and my responsibilities that are causing me the overwhelm or is it my chronic overthinking about all my tasks, responsibilities and duties? Okay, so uh, let's just talk. An ordinary person hasn't really given much thought to how to manage stress throughout the year and how to take control of their life, their working environments, et cetera, et cetera. And it's all built up to this month of December. What is it that we can do right now uh, to manage the stresses that we've avoided throughout the entire year? 
So something that I would recommend is firstly, let, let's kind of just start a decluttering process. So, I mean, obviously, we declutter our homes and our environment. It feels good. You know, so I'm not saying everyone must go do that. But what I can also do is I can declutter my thoughts. If you had to sit and just write down all of these anxious thoughts, I mean, right until your hand is exhausted, it's a lovely hack for your brain that you don't have to keep thinking about it. Because now I'm, I'm lying in bed and I've woken up. I'm really just lying in bed. This is my reality. But now I start thinking about everything that I have to do. And then I start feeling anxious again. And when my body is anxious, I'm going to think more anxious thoughts. So just as a way to really declutter all, all of those thoughts, um, I mean, it can feel very, very freeing just to be able to observe and witness those thoughts and I can prioritize from there. I mean, also like really think about what can I declutter out of my schedule? Are there things I can just say no to? You know, do I have to overcompensate for Christmas and cook seven different dishes? <laughs> is it okay? Is it okay to dry on Christmas? Is it okay? Uh, Is it okay to say, like, um, we're only buying gifts for the kids, like, yeah. let's not buy for the... Like, what are some things we can just let go of? But it's also, sorry to, to interject here, but also taking on other people's ooh, problems and ooh. stresses as well. Well, this is what I'm saying. Like, we the, the struggle for us with boundaries. Mm. You know, um, you know, we we take on things that really aren't ours to take on, and I'll be curious. But like, why am I doing this? What is this about me? So uh, that that's something I can work on. But I really cannot go and fix and rescue other people's stuff. And so, so how do we fall into those traps? Like, what's happening here for me? Because that's something I can actually control. Well, I mean, you know, we talk about setting boundaries and taking on other people's issues and so on. And one thing that comes to mind is that uh, Christmas lunch guest lists mothers-in-law and oh. so on. <laughs> and speaking of mothers-in-law, just to round off, Ilza, as just the last point, uh, because we've unfortunately got to go. We could chat to you for hours on end. But you had mentioned at some point dysregulation and so on. And just to kind of uh, capture it all for us, can you talk us through three? Detectors. I just thought of threat detectors when I mentioned mothers in law. Our neurobiological nature um, is to be threat detectors. This ensured our survival as a species. And so, from a very, very early age, we could kind of like in our body remembers, you know, we take these little snapshots of of experiences that we deem threatening. And so this can be a facial expression, somebody's body language, a, a tone, a look. Mm. And so when we perceive that again in the present moment, our body can take this as a warning signal. I mean, this was fantastic for us to survive as a species, but this is really not so great for relationships because I could be perceiving threat where actually there really isn't threat. And so my body, you know, it's like my alarm system is going to go off. So we want to be very attuned to the warning signals in our body. You know, notice when you're starting to feel maybe a tightening in your chest or, you know, a, a little bit more of a heartbeat or a tension in your muscles. And then let's put something in place to go and soothe ourselves. I mean, take, well, maybe we're going to spend some time in the bathroom, you know, when the family is around. We're going to have some bathroom breaks. 
Or Alicia. like or like Charlie does. He sits in the shower with while the water is running on top yes. of him. <laughs> and just turn it cold. Just cold. Listen, that cold water is going to be a lovely reset for your nervous system or just some cold water, you know, in, in, on your face. Um, or you just take little gaps. Maybe you're just going to go for a walk in that garden. Just take some deep breaths. Anything that can help you just soothe yourself, soothe your body, your nervous system, and then we go back. It requires, again, being attuned to what's happening in my body. Because if I react from that place, what are the consequences? Mm. You know? Well, what Ilza Biggs, our counseling psychologist and conscious parenting coach, describes as a neurobiological nature which picks up on threat detectors as survival tactics, the Gen Zs have whittled down to one word a trigger. <laughs> trigger. <laughs> Ilza, thank you so much for chatting to us. Um, We will hopefully be in touch again soon because January, it starts all over again. You know, that five-month month. month. Yeah. (laughs) We we may need some advice uh, for for 2024. I would would love it. I would love to speak to you guys. We can definitely have a chat in January. Let's see how we're going to navigate 2024. Maybe we create something different. Absolutely. All the best for the festive season and the new year, Ilza. Thanks. Great chatting. Blessings to everyone. Algoa FM Breakfast is the business.